Welcome, world, to episode 87 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. Uh, probably the very, very lowest common denominator podcast out there. <laughs> we have very low standards. Wait and, but a minute. It allows a certain amount of what I like to call creative freedom. Mm. That we could just we could say whatever <laughs> the fuck we want, because we're not going to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, we all have fairly... Fairly inoffensive views on things. Uh, I am Chance. I write the games with Chance.blogspot.com. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I, I have not been to Reddit in any way, shape, or form since last week, so I wow. have no more stories of... You must be suffering terribly. No, no, I think I'm fine, actually. I think I'm a better <laughs> man for it. Didn't fact, see anything I didn't want to see. The fact that you did it at the office. I saw it, I saw an infographic the other day that, that this was like 20% of, of American men admit to surfing porn in the office. And I'm like, there really? Was, there was nobody there, and there's no web filter. So I'm like, uh, let's see what this is. Oh, that's what this is. Close the I window. hope you used an incognito window. Of course. Okay. okay. Of course. Okay. And uh, with us, thank goodness, is Alex. Uh, Alex Ooh. of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, how is life treating you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Got some fun stuff lined up. Going to go to Ohio tomorrow, get drunk, at a friend's family reunion, eight-hour drive up there. Hopefully that's not a too intense test of our friendship. We'll see. <laughs> what, is, what is Ohio famous for? Cheese. Uh, no, it's oh. Wisconsin. Excuse me. Oh, um, Ohio's got a lot of big cities in it, though, and think about it. You get, you get Cincinnati, Ohio, and, hmm. and, and uh, now I'm blanking because Ohio yeah. actually has a much bigger population than you'd think. I mix yeah. up Cleveland. Too much. Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland and rocks. Although, for, for some reason, what's flashing in my head is that scene from the first Wayne's World where they go, Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's, not, there's not much you could really say. But like, America is kind of like there's Texas, there's Florida, there's New York, there's New England, and then there's California. That's it. Yeah, Nevada, no, Vegas. Not. Those are the personalities of your country. I guess there's Vegas. It hurts, but it's true. No, it, it, it flyover is a real thing. So is East Coast bias on the news. That's just how it is. A little bit. Uh, so uh, Undertale. Oh, Undertale. Yes. Um, I want to tell you guys just fucking all about Undertale, but I can't <laughs> because I haven't touched it since. Oh, no. it's weird. I just haven't. I like. I don't know. I get home from work and I'm just pooped. Like I don't want to fucking play Undertale. Uh, but I did check out the first hour of uh, Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy. Ah, uh, yeah, that go? Well, at first I w was thinking like, wow, these graphics are not like the Uncharted graphics that I was expecting. Like I was kind of expecting to be like blown away in the same way you uh, kind of are with an Uncharted game. Okay. I wouldn't say B-team, like it's still lovely in places, but it didn't shock me with its gorgeousness, which is what Naughty Dog tends to do. Yeah. And uh, so I played through the first hour, and a lot of that we've already seen in, like, the reveal trailer of, like, Chloe walking through this war-torn city to try to get to a meeting. And it starts off uh, just the very, very beginning. Uh, the first time you see Chloe, she's got a scarf around her head. Um, and I for some reason I really like that, that the first time we meet the hero from this game, it's a woman of color in a headscarf. There, okay. I don't, yeah, there's something, I don't know, there's something very liberal gay about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I dig that. Um, but as I as I worked through it, uh, I got to the point where, like, you know, you've, there's an exciting escape, and the plot has been set up, we know what's going on, and then, bam, Uncharted splashes across the screen. And this entire experience was walking down a very beautiful scripted hallway, mm. and it was so f totally boring to me. Aww. 
that I pulled the disc out and put uh, put Overwatch in. Oh, dude. Now, I'm not saying I'm done with it, but like I, I when I get in the mood to play it, I think I'll return to it. But... See, yeah. that description you just made of, you know, beautiful scripted sequences walking down a hallway... That's every Uncharted! Yes, exactly. That fits all of them. So That's what's right. the difference here? Is Nathan missing part no, of the problem? No, I'm missing. Oh. What's missing is the part of me that uh, that was okay with... That that, that enjoyed it. That that enjoyed it and, um, and didn't need things to be uh, more unpredictable. That I like I've there's I've grown into this person who loves roguelikes and now a multiplayer FPS and I I need you to throw shit at me that I'm like oh I have to adapt right now to this and I have no idea how to do that so let's learn as we go. So story and character development is no longer good enough for you? Is that what you're saying? There was no development that I saw. They well, it's up, the first hour though. Come on, yeah, it's all set up. It's all set up. It's but only still. apparently like ten hours long. Ooh, uh, Chloe, that's more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Chloe, you know, Chloe meets this adorable uh, orphan girl in a market where she's at, and the girl is obviously very street savvy and picked her pocket, and <laughs> uh, and so of course Chloe sees herself in this young plucky girl. Mm, yeah, okay. And the girl's dad has gone off to fight in some stupid war or something, and Chloe makes the girl promise that when she comes back from that war zone, she's going to buy her supper or something. And so we know that the game will end with Chloe returning to this girl, I'm sure. Yes. Um, and so, like, I think I, I, I can already see it in my head. <laughs> I can already see so much well, of this yeah. in my head. And it's, it, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on it because it might be great. It might be great. It just wasn't what I needed to play. Mm. Uh, what I needed to do was come along the top on uh, Nepal. <laughs> and there's like a platform above the point on Nepal. And I came along the platform, and there was a widow, like, kind of right in front of me on a corner. And about ten yards past her was a Hanzo. And they were both shooting towards where my guys were coming out from. So I walk up to the widow, drop the pulse bomb on her, blink right into the Hanzo, empty my clips into the Hanzo, and they both die in the same moment when the pulse bomb goes off. It was beautiful. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's, gaping I've done. That's, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry. No, no. You, you, Please, drive this conversation. You need to play what you enjoy I know, but playing. I used to be ravenous for the new. Well, the thing is, the thing I'm that... playing Overwatch the way I told myself I wanted to play games again. I've written posts about wanting to play games the way yes. I play Overwatch. Well, I remember you made this transition. It was a couple of years ago now, before we even were doing this, when you and mm -hmm. I were just corresponding over blogs, where you used to purchase things out of almost obligation to write a review right. for your blog. And That's it began right. to wear on you, understandably, because it's not your profession. None of us are being... Well, I haven't told you yet. Maybe I am. No, I'm kidding. Um, none of us are being paid for this. <laughs> this is a hobby, something we do for fun, and we have listeners, which is cool. But it's not a job. You Thank need you, to, listeners. You need to do. You need to play what you're enjoying in the moment. I know, but at, which at makes the same me wonder time, if, if critics. That's why critics start to hate everything because they're forced to play these things. I believe it is. Yeah. I, I believe it is, and um, and that's why you see something that you see something like Hellblade that you and <laughs> I are like, this doesn't. This isn't fucking fun. No, it wasn't. But critics look at it. And it's like it's so new. Yes, uh, it is new. Doesn't mean better. No. <laughs> no. So yeah. Yeah, sometimes I wonder about that because there's some games that I that I that get rave reviews, but then like because the critics only had like maybe ten fifteen hours with it, and I like to get like two playthroughs out of stuff, and a lot of them the guild falls off that lily way quicker than the, mm -hmm. the reviews suggested they would. Mm -hmm. 
and we're just you know and and something can come out that's kind of workmanlike, but uh, but just like everything else you've seen before, like Darksiders. Like the first Darksiders, it did not review well. It was a seven out of ten game, but as a gamer, as someone who plays games for fun, holy yeah. shit, Darksiders! Have you tried Darksiders? I mean, exactly. it's like I'm just still figured out. I was a way bigger fan, fan of like character design and animation than I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. It's because holy crap! Oh, Darksiders <laughs> two. We'll be here all day about Darksiders two. Yeah, fucking love good. that game. It was very good. So what's uh, what's what's Alex been playing? I Video promised myself I'd move on from Hollow Knight. And I played it for eight more hours. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Because, uh, you know, like, once you beat the Metroidvania, it becomes how quickly can I beat it again? Yeah. And from what different different directions can I approach it? And holy crap, it's really? got that. Like, I uh. went in almost the complete opposite direction. I knew where everything was, and that actually made shit more confusing because I wasn't sure what to get first. Hmm. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I got shit way faster than I thought it was. There's, like, the secret tram system I didn't even find until, like, I was, like, two-thirds of the way through the first time. Hmm. I got the tram pass within the first three hours this time. Cool. I, it's good, dude. I want it. I, I, it's yeah. it's coming. It, 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 might be it, the, it might be the Switch backbreaker for me when it finally comes. Well, you say that. It's got full DS4 functionality. Like, it has all the prompts and even the little picture of the little touchpad. Man, my new laptop, it chugs with YouTube videos sometimes now. Mm-hmm. What yeah. did you buy? I, I, it has better specs than my last one. I don't know. Do me a favor. I'm going to say that just that this one is fucking Windows 10. Uninstall all your virus scan stuff. But what if I just get take viruses? it off? You won't. Browse, I make Amazon browse purchases. Browse responsibly. I do. This laptop is chased, man. It hasn't. Then, it's never even touched like a, like a, an MP3. Then you have nothing to worry about. I don't believe that. I believe there are evil people out there who are hacking <laughs> my Wi-Fi. Oh, I've been. I've been. <laughs> I've been going around the Hill chat rooms for the last six months saying horrible things to racists, and they have threatened me a couple of times, and still nothing. Hmm. They can't. It's not. It's not that easy. Most racists aren't smart enough to hack you. Bring it, racists. Yeah, I know. That's what I say. I report them, and they haven't done dick. <laughs> now I'll find the one who is, and for some reason he listens to us, which makes me question why he's listening to us. Go away. Okay. <laughs> I do regret putting my hometown on Twitter. Ooh, that's not good. That's really? not good. Um, okay, well then, uh, Alex, out of ten, like I feel like you've invested enough in Shovel Knight to be an authority on the subject. Uh, Nine point five, at least. Ooh. Like the story's okay. that good. Rarefied air. That that fun. The, there's this one, like girl bug that you rescue who becomes kind of. Oh, like, we've heard about her. Yeah, and she <laughs> becomes obsessed with you, and you can read her uh, slash fiction she writes about you, and it's <gasps> really good, funny slash fiction, <laughs> and. Eventually, you know, there's this guy named Zote who's like this old dude who do, who's worthless. He tries to attack you, and you just swat him away like a like another bug. And he ends up like getting washed out of the arena. And when you beat the arena, and only five percent of people play that game beat the arena because it's fucking hard. Okay. He comes back to um, Dirtmouth, the main town, and claims that he beat the arena. And then she becomes obsessed with him. <laughs> it, it's funny, funny shit. <laughs> It's, it's 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 so much fun and it's deeper than I thought it was. It's I thought I would dislike it not having like an extra difficulty, but no, I'm just having a blast. I'm listening to podcasts, flying around the Hollow Nest, having a blast. Ugh, okay, yeah, I've got it. Like this is gonna make me buy a fucking Switch, Alex. Yep, have fun. God damn it, game of the year. I I cannot imagine I find have a better time with the game this year. Huh. 
very that mean, well. That means he liked it more than Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it well. It does. It's got well, a better story. Better you didn't like Horizon <laughs> that... Like, you, you enjoyed Horizon quite a bit, but I don't think you were ever quite as, like, Chance-esque. 8.8, <laughs> really high 8. Yeah. Just because that gameplay is oh, so good. So good. But, but let's not rub that in Chamberlain's face. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, uh, God, no, I read your blog last night to see what you were playing, and now I totally... Uh, uh, not much. I finished Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Okay. And it did... I yeah, remember I writing... a picture of this guy. What is the name I, of the I, big I, bad I, guy at the uh, end of... Um, I forget his name now. <laughs> uh, Fractos. Fractos, yeah. I can't, I, can't, I can't find a picture of him. I had written on the blog that Fractos, for some reason, reminds me of Dr. Frankenfurter. Ah. Um, just in the way he talks, and at one point he says, now my darlings, or to oh. you, or something like that, and and it just was, I don't know if I can find a good picture of him. I took some pictures on my PS4, but I didn't have a USB drive on me to like get them off of my PS4 to post in the blog, so... Sometimes I think the dub actors are just having a bit of fun on the I, Japanese yeah. developers. I, I, like, I would, I, yeah, because what he was saying didn't match his mouth at all. Yeah, it I was, was like, it was I'm just going to duck Frankenfurter, they won't even yeah, notice, or yeah, care. so... <laughs> It, that made it really fun, but I, I rem- it did what an RPG actionish game should do. The final boss kills you the first time hmm. because like, due to it's plot not that it's due hard to mechanics. because it, because you don't know the mechanics yet. Okay. And I know I bitch about this in games like Dark Souls, killing you and killing your progress. But this is the last guy for your last. La- the last guy should mess with you a little bit, um, and he did. And he killed me, and I got frustrated, and I turned it off. And the next day I came back and it was like ten minutes done, both halves. So I don't know what I, the hard why I was having such a hard time with it the first time. Were you drinking? No, I was not oh. actually. I, I I've been pretty good lately. So alcohol may be better at holiday. I don't know hey. what that's about. <laughs> You're a little looser, man. You're more confident. That or just the reflexes. You don't think as much. You just do. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It. Um, so. I can only really recommend it if either you are a big fan of the Dragon Quest games nope. or if you're hard up for a Musuo. Nope. Um, so, apart is, from that, there's really no reason to play Yanks it. Is Yanks in there? Uh, no, he was in the first game. He's my favorite. This one, there were some repeats. Again, I don't know these characters, but who, who's, who's the incredibly busty uh, witch? Narrow it down. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember which one, what her name was. Red she hair. Was the fr- yes, red hair. Jessica. Yes. Yes. All right. She was in the All first right. one, and she's in this one. Um, the, 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 the martial arts guys who sound like they're Russian. I don't know which game they're from. They were in this Not one again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but it was fun. It was cheerful. It was absolutely forgettable. It's kind of what I needed after after Hellblade. Just kind of like, okay, this is fun. I'm just going to screw around for it. It was shorter than I thought. It was only about 30 hours. Um, so... I, I'm not going to give it my stamp of approval because it's such a niche-ish title and it really isn't as deep as I thought it was, but it was amusing for no. 20, 30 hours. The sidebar on your blog, and I only bring this up because fuck Dragon Quest Heroes. I don't want to hear any more about that. <laughs> <laughs> on the sidebar on your blog, there's a picture of Rhyme. Yeah, I played it for about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. and, and And I, I just, I put that on there and I meant to change it over to what I'm actually playing now. Um, I started, I, I finished, I finished Dragon Quest Heroes 2 and I was screwing around. I'm like, okay, let's start Rhyme. Um, so let, let, before we talk about Rhyme, let, let's go back and talk about other games that Tequila Works has made. Tequila Works made... Um, Deadlight. Deadlight, What? It was dead, Deadlight. It was called Deadlight. It was a 2D side-scrolling right. okay. platform. Deadlight, which I thought was okay, which you didn't like. It was fucking horrible. 
Um, no. Didn't they also? Wasn't Tequila Works um, Guacamole? No, that's Drinkbox. This is Drink me box. slapping you through the yeah. microphone. That's like his favorite. Oh. You shut your filthy mouth. Okay, all right. Never mind then, because I was thinking that, that that actually makes more sense. Because I'm like, Guacamole was really, really good. Why does Rhyme feel like a poor man's eco? Good. That's what I thought it would be. Um, the first trailer and, looked good. And I, I mean, I, granted, I played it for 10 minutes, and it's, it's the same, like, you're this boy who's on a boat who sinks for no reason. You wake up on the beach, and there's these puzzles oh, in front of you with no particular oh. reason to do them, but that's where you have to go. And it's all kind of dreamy looking, and, and for some reason, you get to these puzzles, and instead of touching them, you yell at them. I don't really get that part of it at all. Um, it's not bad. Apologies to Drinkbox. I didn't mean to associate you with this. Um but I'm, I'm going to go back and play it, but it was just... It did not seize upon your imagination. No, it, it did not. It, not at all. Because, like, Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, and, and even um, the last one that they made with Trico uh, in it. Last Guardian. Last Guardian. Even that, I wasn't, wasn't a huge fan of, but even that grabs you. Yes. Because there's something kind of ephemeral Genuinely about the whole thing. magical. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this, I'm like, whoa, whoa, okay. This is trying to do that, but it's missing some parts that I don't mm-hmm. understand. So I'll go back to it. I don't think it's going to be a bad game, but I wanted to play Rock of Ages 2 mm-hmm. because the first Rock of Ages is one of my pet games that I remember from the last generation that I liked because of how aggressively silly it is. So if, if you haven't played Rock of Ages, literally you take a boulder, you roll it down a hill at your opponent trying to squish them, and then on defense, you're building up a little bit of defense against them rolling their boulder at you. So it's, it's part Marble Madness, part very light so kind of is base this building kind of thing. It can be, yeah. Okay, yeah. but but you're just like like you're I'm just playing. Play, I'm just playing through the campaign. throwing a rock at you. Yeah, I'm playing okay. through the campaign where I mean, half the time I'm rolling at him, other time, other half the time it's rolling at me. You can play it versus, and I'm sure there are people who are very very good at the game. Um, the second game is the same kind of aggressive Monty Python esque silliness that I wanted. It, mm-hmm. it is absolutely ridiculous. The animation looks like stuff Terry Gilliam would have done back in the '60s. Um, I mean, it, it's it's hilarious and ridiculous and and honestly funny. I mean, Vincent Van Gogh shows up as an enemy moving around like an alien and he vomits paint at you mm-hmm. and you run away. And it's it's, it's funny. Um, your character in this one is Atlas who drops his globe and he has to get it back before God, just general <laughs> God, you know, comes back and comes out and figures out that you've dropped the world. <laughs> um, the first game, you were Sisyphus and you finally rolled your boulder out of hell and you're trying to escape. But I think he's going to come back in this one because in the very beginning, Atlas picks up Sisyphus's boulder and runs off with it to replace the world. <laughs> so we've got some stuff going in between them. It's, it's I don't know, it's funny. Uh, that's a better story than I thought it had. Holy crap. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just for... The first one, I, I love that it, it just assumed you knew who Sisyphus was. It didn't explain it. It just had a guy pushing a boulder up a hill and rolling back at him, pushing the boulder up the hill and rolling back at him. I'm like, that's Sisyphus. It's awesome. However, I think they tried to add a little too much to it on the defense side. Because, building stuff. Yes, whenever you're not rolling down the hill, which is still fun, although more difficult this time, and I'll get to that, you're trying to build your defenses so the other guy can't wreck your castle. Was and they this added defense more thing in the it. last game? Okay. Yeah, it was, but it was it was not as difficult. Now there are more kinds of, of structures to build, and it just feels like the AI is much more ruthless this time around. Um, to the point where I dropped it down to easy. I was having very little success. Mm. And I, I just want to play through the campaign so I can honestly see the cutscenes because they're so funny. So 
it feels more difficult than the last game was, which, I mean, if you're going to do that, put it on the hard difficulty. Mm. I mean, this is fun because I just want to play through it. Um, this one also has introduced some boss battles, and they're really not good. They, like, completely change the mechanics of it, and it's not fun. One of them, you're fighting the thinker, and you have to hit him in the head. Another one, you're trying to... It's like Frogger, but with ships and whales and a floaty ball. You're trying to bounce between the ships and the whales. It was just infuriating. So it's almost like they tried to do too much with really which, with what was really a very simple concept. Yeah. And that's why the first one worked, because it was simple and it was silly and it was funny. This one's still silly and funny, but, I mean... I'm not looking for challenge right now. I just want to play the game. If I want challenge, I'll play against another person, or I'll do the time trial stuff. Um, they did add a bunch of online stuff. You can play four-player online races with boulders, which I'm betting is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I might try it eventually. So, I mean, the price was right. It was on sale for like $13, and I guarantee you I will get $13 of laughs out of this game, but it's it suffers from the sequel idea of we have to do so much more that they almost did too much. Ah, They've sucks. kind of moved away from what was good in the first one. Ace Team is real hit or miss. I mean, they hit with Rock of Ages 2, and they hit with uh, Xenoclash and Xenoclash 2, but they've made some stinkers, too. So, it's this not is, surprising. This is like an indie compared to Xenoclash, and Xenoclash was an indie. Yes, yeah, this is even indier than Xenoclash, and I liked Xenoclash. Yeah, that was some weird, funny shit. It was, and Xenoclash 2 was, was more of the same, weird stuff. Xenoclash did first-person hand-to-hand combat pretty well. Not great, but it worked. And it was just trippy, bizarre shit, just crazy stuff. So, uh, I mean, it, it, I'm glad I bought it. I'll play it through. Um, I, I don't know how much I'll come back to it. My son likes the multiplayer stuff, so we'll probably end up doing some, some of the races. <laughs> so, And then, just for one other thing, like a year ago, there was a game that came out on PSN called Darius Burst. Oh, yeah. Shooter. Which was a shooter. Um, half of it was the original arcade game. Half of it was a home game for the, a, a, a remix for the home version. But it was 60 bucks, And I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm not paying 60 bucks for a shooter. Six months later, it went on sale for $30. Not cheap enough. Last week, flash sale, 10 bucks. Oh. There you go. That's the right price. So... I like it, but it makes me miss my favorite compilation shooter of all time, which was R-Type Final on the PlayStation 2, hmm. which was like all the R-Types in one game and like 60 different ships, and, and it just felt more cohesive. This one, the arcade version, is like completely separated from the home one, so you've got almost two different games in there. And Is this the one where the arcade version is like double widescreen? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And when you play it on your home screen, in order to fit, it crops it top to bottom, so it's really small. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the remixed version for consoles does away with that. It zooms it in, and it actually looks better. But then, when you zoom in that far, you realize that it doesn't really look that good. <laughs> so, I mean, for 10 bucks, I'm glad I have it. Uh, it it's fun when I have half an hour to do, to, to, just to shoot stuff with. I have a soft spot for it because Darius Twin was one of my first Super Nintendo games way back in the day. So, and they don't they don't make yeah. many shmups at all anymore. They don't. They really don't. I do like a good shmup. The thing is, any shmup that comes out nowadays is you are like a you're a you're a, a girl with fairy wings in a bikini. 
What? Yeah, really like weird. that one I ran across yeah. that I didn't know was softcore porn until I bought it and I was uh, playing it. And I'm like, oh wait! Every yeah, like time I get hit, I lose clothing. Getting made nowadays, or they're yeah. just yeah, they're just releasing remasters of the classics. Didn't uh, yeah. that uh, thing you posted last week we talked about that I commented on about thinking it was we, funny? What was it called? Uh, uh, Furries. Either, yeah, you're either guy that's like zero from Borderlands. We got the stuff, the words on his face. Oh no, that one's not out yet. Yeah, but that's a shmup, right? First of all, we need to get the name. Chance help us. I don't know what you guys, you guys are talking you about. You posted it on the blog. You, I watched oh. the video and freaked out about it. Oh, oh, uh, Ruiner. Ruiner. Ruiner, yeah. yeah. That yeah. That's, that's a dual stick shooter. Yeah, oh, top okay. down. Yeah. Top Very down, different. closer to Smash TV. Or he, he's like that. talking about like like a 2D, you're, you're a ship, you're floating in 2D, you're oh, 2D, sweeping your side ship scroll, up and yeah, down. Side yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Caladrius yeah. Blaze is the one I played earlier this yeah. year. Yeah. That I'm embarrassed to have in my collection because it's 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 the uncomfortable kind of Japanese weirdness. <laughs> I didn't I'm know not it a fan until... of that. No, no. I would sooner watch Doctor Frankenfurter than play that. And maybe <laughs> That's I will. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a classic. <laughs> my parents let me watch it when I was like ten years old. Interesting. Oh, you didn't, even, you didn't even know what transsexuals were yet. Probably no, no. And I'm and I'm watching this movie and stuff is happening and I'm looking over at them on the couch. I'm like, is it okay that I'm sitting here for this? And they were laughing their asses off. They <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> six degrees of Tim Curry. I was allowed to see it when I was like five. Oh God, didn't, that must have uh, messed you up. Well, no, like it was an extra layer of what the fuck because like it was the first thing I saw of it. Flipping through channels, it's like I don't know. It was like a Sunday night. My mom's reading a book in the den and my dad's. Uh, doing charts and it's the scene where the blood balloons pop in the library and no oh. one notices and I'm just like anyone see this? Is this crazy shit? Am I am I getting away with this? <laughs> and like they didn't even notice or care and I'm just like this is well it was on TV it's gotta be yeah. suitable for yeah. children <laughs> back in those days like, they didn't have those warnings man no well, this years, is like, I mean, it was like 96 years after the fact my mom explained to me why she didn't let me watch um, Rocky Horror. She's like, oh, I, I'd worried you'd want to end up being a transsexual. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, it was a joke. She was joking. Oh, okay. My mom's cool that way. <laughs> my mom would not joke about that. <laughs> yeah, no. It was, it was, everybody loved Tim Curry in that role. But anyway. I don't, I don't want to wear a dress. <clears throat> but I have said for years that when you, I go to a mall, it always kind of bothers me that girls have infinitely more options for their personal style than men do. Yep. You, when if you're a guy, you're either like you're a jock, or you're wearing work clothes, or you're wearing a suit or some variation thereof. That's all you fucking got as a guy. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I really like plaid. Yeah, there are so many choices for that. <laughs> I, I have dressed the same when I'm not at work for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I have blue jeans of a specific kind, mm -hmm. and usually some sort of t-shirt with something on it. I'm okay. that guy. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, well, or a sweatshirt. I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually quite the same. I always wear, I wear these same type of pants from a store called Mark's Work Warehouse because I finally found some pants that fit me just fine. And uh, I like these pants, and I wear really nice dress shirts. And I have a jacket of some kind. This summer, it's an Overwatch jacket. When I get into the fall, it'll be an overcoat or a pea coat of some variety. Like mm. this is just my style. But when I was younger, I was quite fashionable and really quite attractive. And so I really took advantage <laughs> of this by dressing by like. I dress really, really well, but it, it always bothered me <laughs> that if you're a guy and you want to dress well, you better be prepared to drop a mint, and if you're a girl and you want to dress well, there are all kinds of stores at varying price ranges mm -hmm. where you can just look fabulous. It's just like stylish men are, are a rarity, and you gotta you got to gouge that marker for all it's worth. Yeah, well, I don't want to go so far as to become like metrosexual. 
I just want to be kind of like GQ. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice. We should, yeah. we, should, we should open the, you know, fashionable but affordable men's warehouse. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I, that's so beyond, or not my area. I can't even help you. I think you're going to feel pretty good about the way you look. <laughs> I you're going to like the way you look. The way I look. <laughs> I, 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 when I go to the gym, I wear a blank tank top, and I cut a fine figure in my blank, my, bla- my black tank top, thank you very much. Ooh. Nice. I have shoulders for the first time in my life, so hey. He even lifts. <sighs> I don't lift, it's just from climbing. And I have some other little fat on me that it's like, oh look, I have shoulders now. Definition. Mm-hmm. My definition is this. Does that mean it's time for headlines? <laughs> Uh, I believe so. I, I, I'm actually, I'm just still a little shocked that you didn't get into Uncharted more. Um, I'm, I'm less, like... I'm more shocked about Undertale than I am Uncharted. Okay. I was enjoying Undertale a lot more than I did Uncharted. <laughs> so, what's going to happen when the Horizon expansion comes out, and That'll you happen. still want to play Overwatch? Uh, I want to play Overwatch that's good when Horizon to pull came you. out. Oh, yeah, okay. like, I'm... Yeah, like, Horizon was just too fucking good. Like, um, if I hadn't already played it, like, I've literally played through Horizon three fucking times this year. So, yeah, I I don't think, I don't think it'll bother me too much getting back into Horizon. (laughs) The big expansion for XCOM 2 just came out, but... Yes, I was going to bring that up, and I'm like, Alex, how come that hasn't happened? I just don't know. Like, the things that are detracting about it really, really bother me. Okay, what's... The the game right now is kind of cluttered. And it sounds like this just adds more clutter, oh. and I don't, I don't know. Forty bucks is just a little too much. Hmm. Let hang on. Let me fire it into a minute. War of the Chosen, yeah. right? It's getting really good reviews, but it doesn't fix the problems I wanted it to fix. What did you want it to fix? I wanted to, to just, I wanted to be able to just like scan for a couple of days without getting a million pop-ups. And it sounds like this just makes that ten times worse. <laughs> Eighty-eight. Okay. Uh, bring it down to thirty-five, like five more bucks, and I'm good. But forty bucks, I just can't justify it. That's groceries. <laughs> that is groceries. Well, then it's time for headlines. Or be headlines. yes, headlines. Headlines <clears throat> in Overwatch news. Uh, sorry, there's a ton of Overwatch news this week. I apologize, listener. This is just for me. Well, it's a huge week. It is. Uh, the latest update has hit all platforms. It includes deathmatch and team deathmatch modes. Widowmaker. Did you play any deathmatch at all? I haven't even played. Oh. I went in. I went into the uh, uh, the, the shooting or the uh, the target range last night just to see how the controls felt. But we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, it includes deathmatch and team deathmatch modes. Widowmaker Chateau Home deathmatch level uh, balance changes for Widowmaker. The cooldown on her grappling hook has been reduced from 12 to 8 seconds. Her venom mine now reveals enemies affected by it through walls to the widow. Uh, Junkrat now has two concussion mines and his rip tires 30% faster. Arissa's uh, projectiles now travel 20% faster. Her shield is 20% larger and it extends like two feet down into the floor. So if you drop it on like a payload, it will actually like go almost down to the ground. So very handy. Um, Roadhog's Take a Breather no longer stops his movement, and it reduces all incoming damage by 50% when active. It does make him a lot more tanky, um, uh, and I think I think Roadhogs are going to really like the change. I am going to need some time to adjust to it, because to me, when a Roadhog is taking his huff is the moment when you kill him. So... Now you can't. Now he can turn and get you. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but if I drop my pulse bomb on him at the wrong moment and he takes a huff, it it will do 200 damage to him as opposed to four. Mm. So, this, yeah, this is a big deal for me. Um, <clears throat> Adapt, change, win. 
Exactly. And <laughs> Uncharted would not have asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the patch also added new control options called Aim Ease, which is really hard to explain and I don't really understand, so I'm not going to explain it. But the effect of the patch is that your aiming presets or how your different characters aim might feel vastly different all of a sudden. Hmm. To the point that you're driving around as Diva in her mech, and you're and you feel like it's okay, and then you pop out into Zero Suit Diva because your mech gets destroyed, and suddenly your aim is all over the place. And you don't know what's going on. It just fucked a bunch of people's aiming on consoles. Uh, so apparently they've already patched it, and you know, good for you, Blizzard. I can't believe you let it go live like that. Um, the Mercy and Diva changes previously previously announced remain on the PTR along with the new Junkertown map. I'll get to the Mercy changes later. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> sure that, that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> it is for me. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Junkertown, uh, a badass image of the Junkertown Queen is inside the map, and the map is now on the PTR. So people have been like walking up to this picture and and looking at it and putting it on the internet. And now folks are kind of hoping that the the Junkertown Queen is going to be one of the next heroes. Um, she's like a um, she's Furiosa-ish. like ish. She's well, I, I less Furiosa ish than like the guy with the mask and the bondage gear from Mad Max Two. I want to say. Oh yeah. Just walk away, and we will let you live. You know, that guy. Uh, except she, The guy with the megaphone, right? Yes, except she doesn't have a mask. She's got a mohawk and, like, big things with spikes on her shoulders, and she's got, like, a giant fucking serrated axe. Like, she looks kind of... <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, she looks really <laughs> awesome, actually. Um, but, uh, I mean, she al- she's also, like, a post-apocalyptic lady in kind of, like, a warrior bikini, which I don't think mm, much of. Yeah, she is well endowed. Yeah, and that, that really turns me off. That and this new Street Fighter character we're going to get to this week. Both of them. I'm like, is that really necessary? Anyway. That's uh, why I stopped playing Street Fighter. Oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> no, that's why. That, really? the, the, the guy from Mexico was a chicken. I'm like, this is kind of racist, and I'm not down with it. There was a guy oh, you're from talking Mexico? about T-Hawk? Yeah, I was just... Thunderhawk was a chicken. No, he he had some very stereotypical yeah. movements, and yeah, one of his yeah. wind poses was sitting down, crossing on the ground, raising a hand, and going "how." Yeah. And that's all. I didn't make any of that up. That's yeah. completely true. No, I do remember so, that. You're right. Japan gets too one. much of a free pass on this shit, and I'm sick of it. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, uh, the Mercy rework has been revealed. It is totally colossal. Uh, Resurrect is no longer her ultimate. It is an ability on a 30-second cooldown. Uh, it can only res a single target. It no longer grants invincibility, and it has a range of 5 meters. Um, that's, that's pretty close. You Isn't have it? to get super close. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that it no longer grants invincibility means you better be on top of your shit. I believe it still uh, reduces the cooldown of Guardian Angel to zero, so you can zip in, res, zip out. But you're still putting yourself at risk. Um, now, uh, I've always really liked tempo reses. I've liked doing, I really enjoy doing like the single perfect res of the guy in the right spot. But usually with the old system, I could do that from 10 yards away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I have to get in there and make it very clear that I'm about to res this guy, which kind of kills some of the tactics of it for me. But um, one thing that they've done as a quality of life thing that's really good is now everyone on your team can see the player portrait of the hero who died in that spot. So as mm-hmm. the Mercy, I know that I'm going to res this Reinhardt as opposed to this Widowmaker or whatever. Um, so that kind of, like, when they announced it, I immediately considered that that was going to be a problem that I might res the wrong person, and they had a solution already in the okay. chamber. 
Uh, her new ultimate is called Valkyrie. When acted, it lasts 20 seconds. It allows Mercy to completely free fly around the map like she's in no-clip mode, basically. Uh, except, you know, she can't go through walls. Uh, it extends <laughs> the range on her beams up to, like, 60 yards. So you can be, like, a ballpark or a, a ballpark diamond away from your heroes, and you can link up a beam to one of them if you have line of sight. Okay, once that's the beam, cool. Yes. Once the beam hits them, it then... Um, it chains to any ally in their vicinity. So it's basically like if you're damage boosting, it's kind of like a low-grade Orisa ult because Mercy's damage boost is not that pow- is not as powerful as Orisa's ult damage boost. Uh, or it's like a chain heal, so she's like a shaman from World of Warcraft or something. Um, so it significantly can increase her healing. Um, <clears throat> it, it basically buffs everything she can do. Uh, her Guardian Angel is faster. You can fly farther. It immediately resets the cooldown on her Resurrect. So you can res someone, pop Valkyrie, res someone else in 10 seconds, you'll have res again. Um, and it removes the need to reload her blaster currently, increases the rate of fire from her blaster, and increases the damage of each shot from her blaster, which is overpowered. And people are demonstrating how overpowered that is on the PTR right now. It will not go live in that state. Blizzard has already said they're going to nerf the pistol. As long as it still is more powerful than it currently is, I'll be happy. So why do this? Was Mercy underplayed? Was Mercy overpowered? Was Mercy boring? One of of Mercy's abilities was overpowered. The Resurrect? Resurrect um, was not very fun to play against. It wasn't super fun for the Mercy. Like, it's cool to jump in there and it's high, bam, no it ain't. You know, that was cool. That was really fun. Uh, The invincibility aspect of it and using that as a tool, as a mechanic, that was one of the funnest things about Res in the past year. But what it does is when my team was dying on the point, I didn't want to get in there with them. I wanted to wait up there to see how many were going to die and see how many I could bring back to get the maximum value out of my ultimate, mm-hmm. um, which is which is less fun for me. I mean, it's certainly a beautiful, tense moment, but as my team is out there dying instead of getting healed, well, it's certainly less fun for them. As the enemy team wipes this team and then suddenly, oh, they're all back because you didn't kill the fucking Mercy first, well, that's less fun for them, too. Protects the um, weak. Well, I mean, it, it, it means that if you have an Ana on your team and we have a Mercy on ours, we're probably going to win. Because Resurrect is that powerful. It just brings a body right back into play. And so you need it. Like, you need to have it. And so she was... Um, it just wasn't as... Uh, it wasn't as fun. The fact that you could go in, get pretty much like a full team wipe, and then Mercy can just undo it. That just was less fun than they wanted it to be. And the fact that the Mercy had to just sit there not being active in the match so she could achieve that five-man rest. Less fun for the Mercy. So I appreciate why they did it. So you're, you're, you're taking this pretty well. You're, oh, you're, no, this I'm, is not This is not hurting you too bad. I don't, like, okay, in, as in my theory-crafting head, no, not at all. Um, mm. To me, the funnest part of Mercy is that she can't damage deal like Zenyatta can. He is definitely the best uh, support damage dealer. But she can deal damage better than Lucio and Anna, absolutely. Uh, she can't uh, give uh, a speed buff like Lucio, but she can give a, da- a damage assist anytime she wants at any time. Anna has to wait for her ultimate to do that. Hmm. Uh, she can't do single target healing as well as Anna, but she can do it to people that Anna probably wouldn't be able to hit, like a jumping Genji or something. I can do that. Mercy's strength has always been her flexibility. And the fact that, she, no, she's not as good at single target healing as Anna. She's not as good at, obje- at uh, 
offensive assist as Lucio. She's not as good at doing damage as Zenyatta, but she can do it all. And so she can, uh, she can address any situation and just kind of push it in the direction it needs to go. Incredibly flexible. And what Valkyrie does is it takes that flexibility and just palms it up it to beat. And <laughs> have any other characters received the series of a rework? Um Symmetra. In the past? Symmetra? Yeah. Well that's because nobody was playing Symmetra, correct? Um yeah. Um she was only used on defense on certain maps because of the teleporter. Okay. And even now she's still primarily considered defensive. You'll you will see her on attack sometimes. Sometimes you'll see her on King of the Hill. She's kind of considered a troll pick. It surprises me that they put this much work into a character as opposed to just making a new one. Well, because <laughs> it seems—I mean, to someone who doesn't play, it looks like a different character to me. No, 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 no. The only thing that's changed is is the res, and you can still res, and you can still res um, in the way that resing was most fun, which are what we call tempo reses. Where uh, you just do one, yeah, like they, they've got one of ours, we've got one of theirs. Res, now we have a numbers advantage. Or uh, it looks like our team is about to die, but I happen to know that this Reaper right there has Death Blossom. Res, now we okay. win. Uh, so it it makes it makes your reses those really satisfying tactical reses. Those are my favorite kind of reses, so I'm happy with that. Um, uh, I, no, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. I think she'll be a lot more fun to play because mm -hmm. I will have no incentive to hide anymore. I, I need to be in there with my team all the time. Well, until you can you know heal them from a baseball field away. Yes, and that'll be fun too. I'll be like six. <laughs> but the thing is, and a lot of people are saying, well, Mercy's going to be totally overpowered now. She's just going to be ruling the skies. I'm like, yeah. no. Like, Pharaoh, that, that's like saying Pharaoh is overpowered and rules the skies. I guarantee I, you. I kind of think she is, actually. No, she's not. No, you, no? She, okay. She goes up in the air. I mean, how many shots from a soldier to, until she's dead? Now? It, it depends I mean, on it depends on her range. Um, I suppose I, f I forget the damage drops off at distance. Yes, yes. Soldier, like any anyone who's a real threat to a Pharah has damage drop off because they're all hit scan. So that's McCree. Uh, the only one who's not is Widow. A widow, and to a lesser extent, Hanzo. It's harder for Hanzo to hit a Pharah. But to me, like, I'm going to be flying up there, and I'm anticipating that soldiers are going to ult and just pop me out of the sky. McCree's are going to shoot me out of the sky, because she has no damage buff when she's using Valkyrie, or undefensive buff. She doesn't take mm -hmm. reduced damage when she's in Valkyrie. She still only has 200 health points. Oh, but I didn't mention uh, her self-health regen that kicks in after one second of not taking damage. It's just constant when she's in Valkyrie. Ah, nice. Oh, wow. It can't be interrupted, so she's constantly healing. Uh, so it will be hard to kill her, but a Widow can still headshot her out of the sky. A, um, yeah, a McCree can deal 140 damage to her with a headshot. So it's still totally possible to do. I don't think it's overpowered. The pistol obviously needs adjustment, if you've seen what people in PTR are doing with her. <laughs> but like those are very good. Those are already very good mercies that are pulling that shit off with her. But I'm really looking forward to it. I hope the pistol does have some kind of damage buff. And I forgot to say, talk about that thing I did on Ilios. I didn't think I had much good for a clip show. I'll, I'll, I do have a lot of good picks on Farrah for some reason. I've, <laughs> I've got a match on Volskaya where on Tracer, on Tracer, I pick apart a farmer scene, no, like just solo. It's really weird. It's I just beat the shit out of this uh, Mercy and this Farrah when they're like straight up in the sky. After a Sombra hacked me, I pick <laughs> this Farrah out of the sky 100%. But anyway, we're on uh, Ilios, and this Junkrat is carrying the enemy team, and the Mercy knows that the Junkrat is carrying the team, so she is healing and damage buffing the Junkrat, so I have to kill the Mercy. So I go in, kill the Mercy. The Mercy is healing uh, their Pharah, who's out of her, or their, sorry, Diva, who's out of their mech. 
the Mercy jumps onto the small health pack at the back of the point, but our Sombra has hacked it so she can't grab it. So I jump onto the back point with her, kill the Mercy. The Diva tries to kill me. I zip back and forth across the health pack, constantly healing, and I, <laughs> and I kill the Diva. Then I hop up onto the point. I toss my pulse bomb at, I want to say, Orissa and Soldier. It sticks to the Orissa, takes out her and Soldier. I pop out. Doomfist is at 50%. I kill Doomfist. And then we hear, fire in the hole! And I just zip around a corner, right into the Junkrat, fill his head with lead, wipe that whole fucking team. It was so beautiful. I like basically soloed a team on Tracer. It felt so good. I felt bad that I only got 50% of the Doomfist and that it took me so long to kill the D.Va, but still, <laughs> that's pretty good. Come on, come on. You can feel good about it. Don't nitpick it. It was a good play. It's it was fine. a good play. It was, it, right. But I did, definitely did not get play the game. Um, okay, and on to other more uh, boring Not Overwatch news, yeah. Uh, no, there's not bo- Okay. But it is... <laughs> But it is also kind of related to Overwatch because uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is getting paid loot boxes a la Overwatch. Yeah. No. I, I, I sent this to Chance on purpose because I, I just want to throw this out to the group. Um, a lot of games now are going this way. Most recently, I believe we talked about it the last week or week before, how the new um, uh, Middle Earth game. Oh, Mordor, yeah. yeah Shadow yeah. of something or other. Shadow of Mordor, <laughs> Shadow, Shadow of what, War. Shadow of War, thank you, has purchasable loot boxes that yeah. affect in-game play. It's not even cosmetic. You buy a loot box, you get an orc, and it looks kind of cute coming out of the box, and then you have it. Um, obviously, Overwatch has loot boxes and has had purchasable loot boxes since the game came out. Player um, PUBG, it was announced, is they're going to have it, and once the game is actually being sold for real at 60 bucks, they will have loot boxes. So, But... These loot boxes are cosmetic. Uh, yes. Well, it's not from not for not for Shadow of War. They're not. Well, yeah, but Shadow of War is a single player game. Who gives a shit? Well, still. You, you know, it's like it's like you know, uh, 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 Tomb Raider. You get a different axe that does plus five melee damage. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. So, one of us in this group, I'm not mentioning any names, it's is me. something of a whale it's for me. these. I don't know where Alex stands on these kind of purchases. Oh, I'm I have way a standing... too Scottish to do anything with that. Okay. I did and, I did spend fifteen bucks initially on loot boxes for uh Overwatches because it didn't have anything. Okay. But that's it. And I have a standing rule where I will not spend any money on DLC for games that I do not own. And since I own very few games, I don't buy DLC. So my question for the group is this kind of nickel and diming for full priced games. For a sixty dollar game, now you have to buy more to get everything. Is this a necessary evil because no. the price of games is being made? Is this the worst thing in the world because it is now abusing customers in a way, in a predatory way? Or is this really not a big deal? It, I don't know. Because, like, WB does WB is lot. especially egregious and they do it. But my, my question is to, to go against, and I'm, I'm, I'm not just parroting Sterling here because I actually disagree with him on this. The $60 price point or higher, if you happen to be Canadian, has been static now for how many years? It's been like 15. Yes. Mm, close to that. Well, back to yes. the PS2. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. $60 for a mainstream game, for a AAA game, for a high price game, has been the price for two generations, if not three generations of consoles. And the amount of money it costs to create and maintain the big name games has not exactly shrunk. Mm-hmm. The industry is... Yes, and the industry is doing it to itself by making a Call of Duty every year or a Battlefield every year and always being bigger and better and graphics are more expensive and as the consoles get more powerful, you're expected to do more. So has 
this become a necessity to actually fund these things and maintain the $60 price point? I don't know about that. But yeah, like, we, we, when can't, you look at something we can't like say. We can't speak CD. to that, I don't think. Yeah. We can speak to its like, effect on us. Yeah. yeah. But like CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. just seems to do everything right. Mm-hmm. And just makes money hand over fist by being the sweetest motherfuckers on planet Earth. Right. But they did sell two... Two episodic uh, adventures for Witcher Three. Yeah, but that, the amount of content in those was staggering. That's different. Yes, and they didn't. Was there a season pass for Witcher Three at yeah. the time? It was cheaper than buying both separately. Ah, yeah. see, and, that's the good kind of season pass. And that they've just sense. kept on doing free stuff, haven't they? As well, on top of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, no. Sorry, I'm thinking of Techland. Pardon me. They yeah, you're did. thinking of Deadline. They, they, um, they had Dying Light. They had ten pieces of free. De- <laughs> I got back into that. There's not much new shit in there. I don't know what they're actually doing. Dying Light. Yeah. Well, there's tons. I haven't noticed a thing. Have you? Do you have? Well, it's all in. It's all in like the 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 second expansion, like the big uh, uh, the big oh. kind of rural okay. expansion. Yeah, it's all in there. Okay, never mind. But um, um, Witcher three. The, the initial stuff was just kind of like a couple extra costumes, a couple like ten minute side quests, nothing much. But the the paid DLC was tremendous. Like it was. Like, just- Yes. It was like an expand. It was like an old school PC expansion, like like Baldur's Gate Two, Shadow of Amun, like the add-ons. Yes. Uh, the second okay. one, yes. The first one was just like a tight, brilliant ten-hour story. That's still pretty good. With a with the the, the the best Faustian Devil gaming it's ever had. Okay. So good. So CD Projekt Red is the example of how to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would I would put Warner Brothers as a way to as a way to, to not. As an example of how not to do this. Well, okay. My position on the Warner Brothers thing, uh, like paid loot boxes for a single-player game, just like you'd get in, like, I don't know, Candy Crush, or I imagine that these smartphone games are making the money somehow. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like you know, Panda Pop shit like that. Now, you don't have to buy that shit. And that is 100% how Panda Pop makes its money, 100%, is they give a million copies of this game away for free, and maybe 20 of those people will give them $800. Okay, but they gave the game away for free. That's right. They sold you Overwatch. Okay, you paid that's different. Overwatch, whatever is, a tri- are Overwatch is a AAA. Yeah. And it's not a AAA in the vein of, uh, of an Assassin's Creed or an Uncharted where you give me a disc... Um, this is a contained single-player experience. This is multiplayer. Mm. This is something that requires infrastructure on Blizzard's end to maintain. Yes. It's also something that they don't want to make stale. They don't want it to get stale. And I don't want it to get stale. I love the fact that every week there's new weird shit going on in Overwatch that I get to talk about. It is constantly changing and evolving okay. and shifting and morphing. And new content is constantly coming out for it. We're always getting these beautiful new skins. We're getting new maps. We're getting new uh, modes. We're getting these events five times a year. And you know what's paying for that? Loot boxes. It's me. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. So, but using Blizzard as an example, then how do they maintain the stuff for Diablo 3? I, how are they making money on Diablo 3? I don't know. Well, I mean, they sold they sold that that newest class at like a premium. It was like oh tw- yeah, that was, was like way twenty fucking bucks to buy in the Necromancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's way overpriced. But they don't. I mean, there there are new lo- no loot boxes in Diablo three. I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. I honestly think that it's it's. Uh, I don't necessarily think they're driven by greed. I think they're driven by necessity. I think that the industry has worked itself into a position where the expectations are such that 
60 bucks a game is not enough. Yeah, like these mid-range developers are closing like flies, and there's a yeah. reason for that. Mm-hmm. But that also, I mean, the fact that Hellblade is a thing does give me some hope. I don't like Hellblade, but I think the $30 game is not a bad idea. Well, and how needs, are they doing, though? It needs to, oh, I hope not well. Yeah, well, they don't deserve to do well for Hellblade, but no. I, th- that, that's not a that's not a great example of of what it should what the game should have been. If Hellblade would have been awesome, then I would you know yeah. thirty dollars great, but okay. it wasn't. The, the thing about Overwatch loot boxes, and I imagine these player un, un, unknown battleground boxes as well, is that it it's not like gambling. It's gambling. Well, absolutely, it is. It one hundred percent is. And uh, I, as we've covered in the past, have quite an addictive personality. Now, I think I have a handle on my Overwatch loot box addiction, but that's only because I give myself enough of that that sweet, sweet flavor every time there's an event. (laughs) I do. Every time there's an event, I buy at least 50 loot boxes. I think for this last one, I did 70. And that's only because on the first day, I didn't have 50 bucks on my PSN account to buy the 50. Mm. So I bought 20 just to give myself a little taste. And then when I had more (laughs) PSN cards, I went and bought 50. And I've got all the skins. I have every single fucking skin I want in this game. The only thing I don't have is Diva's selfie emote, where she pops out of the mech, the mech blows up behind her while she takes a selfie and, like, winks and smooches into the camera. (laughs) Uh, And the thing is, I never play Diva, so I don't give a shit. But... But um, I definitely do do this. I do it with the knowledge that I can... When I wanted Tracer's track and field skin last summer, I think I spent 150 bucks on it. I remember that, Ro- yeah. yeah. rolling the dice trying to get it. And I felt kind of shitty about that because I used that skin for maybe a week and a half and then I put it away because I really didn't like it all that much. Oh. <laughs> but I needed to catch them all. I did. And I'm aware that uh, the nature of the system is that I can... Well, it was before they allowed you to buy the seasonal epics with... uh, or seasonal legendaries with your gold in the game. Yeah. Um, By the nature of the system, it was... It was basically... You will never be guaranteed to get that thing you want, ever. Mm -hmm. And with the new system where there's less duplicates, well, you're also getting less gold. So there's less of a chance for you to earn the gold you need to buy the loot boxes. So in the end, Blizzard's still make more money. Um, But it's supposed to feel less shitty for the player because you're getting less duplicates. But I go into this as a willing participant. I go into this as someone who really, really loves Overwatch. And maybe in a couple years, you know, I'm going to know someone who really, really, really needs 500 bucks for surgery. And God, if only I hadn't bought loot boxes (laughs) over the past two years, I could help my friend out. I'm sorry, you're just going to die. Thankfully, I live in Canada, so that won't happen. Hey. (laughs) See, if I played Overwatch, I would drive you crazy because I would use, like, the stock... Soldier outfit, never change it. You know, Ever. you know what I use on Mercy. Ever, hmm. I use her default Stock skin. One? I use her default. Okay. Sk- I use Zenyatta's default skin. And again, I've got everything for both of them. But I still think Mercy's default skin is actually her best-looking skin, and I don't think Zenyatta would wear any of those other skins. <laughs> if I ever get enough where I ha- can buy golden weapons for every character, I don't think I'll ever get them for Zen because I don't think Zen would do that. No. Yeah. No. So uh, I think I think it's definitely exploitive. It exploits uh, people who are perhaps more at risk for making poor monetary decisions in the first place. So maybe there is something like just pure chaotic evil about it, or lawful evil, I suppose. I, I'm thinking lawful evil because it's not like they're just. I don't think they're just taking this money <laughs> and buying bigger yachts. Uh, yeah. I think they're taking this money and putting it back in the company to make games that are incredibly, incredibly expensive and to make. And showing their shareholders, you know, how much more Profit. we made this quarter yes. than last quarter. 
Um, so... <laughs> If you want, you know, to feel better about yourself, buy the indies, and then you're literally buying somebody's dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're paying somebody's rent when you buy a little game. Shovel Knight, or sorry, Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. That's some yeah, very good indies yeah. out there right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So, ah, I just, I, there's no answer to that. I just want to know where we all sat. If, it's, it, if it gets me whatever skin Tracer has for Halloween, I will buy another 200 boxes. See, and I'm not even 100% consistent myself, because I, I, I bought the season pass for Street Fighter, which I've kind of stopped playing, mm-hmm. but I did not buy any of the season passes for Tekken 7 or Injustice 2. Yeah, but that's... Even though Hellboy looks fucking cool. <laughs> that's not loot boxes, though. That's uh, It's not. It's, that's, it's I know what I'm getting. I yeah. know what I'm getting, and that's that's the different. I mean, that, then you get into, are they cordoning off content to sell you later? Yes. And the answer to that is yes. That's how it is now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But at least, you know, day one DLC stopped happening as much. Uh, Capcom still does it. Yeah, a lot but of it's companies like, still do it. Well, the day yeah, one DLC but, is always pre-order bonuses. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not like stuff that was on the disc. With Capcom, it is. <laughs> it was it, Capcom they're still doing that? Oh, well, they didn't... They Okay, no. With 5, they did. With, with, with Street Fighter Cross Tekken, they absolutely did that. Oof. Now, in their defense, they're saying it wasn't quite done. They were, they were trying to keep download speed, downloads smaller by including as many assets as they oh, could on the disc. Bullshit. I don't know if that's true or not. They're so, mad someone found out, and that's their excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's what you get for releasing it on PC. People are going to data mine your shit and find what you're hiding. Yep. That's how it works. So, anyway. Okay. Yeah. On with the headlines. <clears throat> A free demo is now available for NAC 2. Yay! Uh, uh, also, uh, <laughs> Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Dana uh, is a really good-looking JRPG. It's gotten some really nice reviews this week, and I would be putting up trailers for on the blog, but every time I watch a trailer, I'm like, these girls need to put some clothes on. Um, so <laughs> oh, it is, no. but it's not, you know, it's not like, it's not as bad as uh, those Dragon Quest games. It's not as bad <laughs> as Knights of Vazure, but oh, it's, yeah. but okay, it's still like, nice. it's still like Japan. No one dresses Can like that. Grow up a little bit, please. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, but at the same time, it's getting really, really good reviews. It is an action RPG from a franchise that's been going on for twenty years, and this is like the first new one in eight years. So it's wow. come. It's coming to Vita. It's on PS4. It's also on PC. I'm actually a little hyped to check it out on Vita. Um, hmm. uh, the PlayStation Plus free games for September are Infamous Second Son and Strike Vector EX on PS4. And that color-coded puzzle platformer Hue and uh, top-down shooter Skyforce Anniversary on Vita. And I've wanted to check out both of those on Vita for a really long time, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, look, there's been an update. Uh, the Vita games are actually We Are Doomed and Hatoful Boyfriend. Oh, God. But they did yes. that to me today. They announced those two Vita games that I wanted to play as the PS Plus games, and then well, they changed their minds. I can vouch for Sky Force Anniversary, Sky Force Anniversary being good, but a little grindy because you have to replay a lot of levels to unlock more levels hmm. and to buy more stuff for your thing. I mean, it's good. It was cheap too on Xbox Live. It was like five, six bucks. I was excited like about you. I was excited. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, the uh, the Xbox Live Gold games were also announced. Oh, what are those? Uh, Forza Five, oh. launch title. Yay! Not even six, five. Well, still, what do you expect? Um, Oxen Free. Yay! Mm. And then for the Xbox 360 games, Hydro Thunder and Battlefield 3. So, eh. But Oxen Free, I never played. I was kind of interested in that. Yeah, That's... I've heard really positive things about Oxen Free. Yeah, yeah. 9 out of 10 on Steam, 79% on Metacritic. 
Yeah, yeah. So that one I'll give a shot. And Forza Five, I have the physical version of. So, eh, that's yeah. not such a good month for me. Well, yeah, but now you don't have to ever put the disc in. I would never put it in anyway because I've played six and I'm going to play seven this year. Okay. Going backwards to old Forzas is pointless. Is Forza Seven actually this year? Forza Seven, yeah. Forza Seven is the reason I'm getting an Xbox One X. Basically. Oh yeah, that's the reason. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. Hot that new toy, 2017. Mm-hmm. Must have to go with toy. that okay. last 2017 hot new toy you bought. My PS4 Pro. No, your your Switch. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. I did. So wait, did you also buy the Pro this year? So that's three. That's three this buy, year. I did buy a Pro this year. Was the Pro this year? Was the other Pro was this year? Wasn't it? Chamberlain, we spoil you. I. Mm. You're such a good boy, though. And. and you're talking about loot boxes, and here I am dropping money on consoles every year, incremental well, upgrades on consoles. I mean, I don't think I don't think you're the bigger fool <laughs> between the two of us <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I I bought a new dress for my virtual doll. Isn't it pretty? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, you, you, there's All a right. difference there. Uh, Nintendo announced a ton of indies for Switch today. Now, some of these had been uh, announced previously, but I'm still going to go through the list. Uh, Super Meat Boy Forever, Shovel Knight, King of Cards. Here's a big one. Travis yep. Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Uh, really? There's not a I special never get, place I could never heart. get into those. Yeah, no, they weren't I very good. Them. No. No. They weren't. They, they were funny. <laughs> they really seem to like them, though. People love them. They're definitely yeah, cult hits. No. No. Uh, people, well, but again, people are excited. That's a name yes, that everyone that's will people are to excited. Come back. Yep. Uh, yep. Kentucky Route Zero uh, is coming to Switch with the missing last episode. So a oh. lot of people are pretty hyped about that. Yeah. Because it's been like three years. Yeah. And it, the, the last episode will come out with the Switch version. <laughs> and uh, to the guys who bought it three years ago, hopefully. Um, no word on that. Uh, what the hell? Buy a Switch. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe there is. I didn't look into it. Maybe you'll be getting it. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Steam... like, Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, I, I really liked what I played of it. But then they just they just stopped commenting on their blog for like six months. Yeah. I know. Hmm. And like, like the story, it's, it's like Twin Peaks. Like the story doesn't really, you know, coalesce. It just kind of like more weird, interesting weird shit, interesting weird shit. It doesn't really need to finish, but... Come on, you said five episodes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 got a release date, September 21st. Yep. Uh, it will come to PS- PlayStation 4 and Steam, quote, a few days later, and it'll be 20 bucks. That'll, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll, I'll well, buy that. I'll, I'll buy that when it's on a handheld, then I, won't. I don't want to play it on PS4. Uh, Dragon, Marked for Death, Battle Chef Brigade, <laughs> Golf Story, Floor Kids... <laughs> Wolverblade, which doesn't look bad. Uh, Polly Bridge, Earth Atlantis, Next Up Hero, Mom Hid My Game, Nulaka, Yana, Yono and the Celestial Elephants, Morphe's Law, Saus- Sausage Sports Club, Light Fingers, and Nine Parchments. Sausage Sports Club. So out of all of those, really, Steamroll Dig 2, um, yeah. Kentucky Route Zero, No More Heroes. Those are the important ones out of that list. Excuse uh, me, it's been almost five years. <laughs> January 7th, 2013. <laughs> Ouch. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> well, it's coming out. It's coming out now. It is coming out. Oh, my yeah. God. Almost, like, three Dark Souls games came out. And that's <laughs> but kind of the, the important, the, the major takeaway from this 
is that that used to be the sort of list that came out for Vita. That's I'm yeah, sorry. And it doesn't anymore. No, but but what's but again, it is coming out for Switch. Yeah. And that is that is really nice to see. Um, you should play it. It's, it's a gorgeous work of art at the end of the day. Are we talking about Kentucky Route Zero or are we talking yes. about uh, Hollow Knight? Okay. Either well, one. We're talking about both, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> players on Steam have hammered Sonic Mania's rating due to an always online DRM requirement. Uh, Sega has announced that they'll fix the game to be pl- playable offline, but basically the damage is done, and including Denuvo at all is a pretty big strike as far as gamers are concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it, leave like, it hammers s- your frame rate, apparently. Yeah, Le- leave it to Sega to be like, this is something good. Oops! Yeah. <laughs> now, what the fuck was Warhammer Vermintide? Warhammer Vermintide, I played it. Oh, It's okay. uh, Left for Dead with rats. Exactly. Oh. Well... Yeah, it was... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, Warhammer Vermintide apparently moved over 1.5 million units worldwide and will uh, get a sequel coming to Steam and consoles. It has no release window. That surprises me, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, like I was like, really? That that game did that well? But I like I understand what Warhammer is. It's like it was a tabletop kind of RPG, right? Yes, originally. Yeah. Miniatures RPG, yep. But yep. it, it kind of blows my mind that they keep on trying to make video games, and I've never heard of a Warhammer video game actually being really good. There was a Warhammer shooter, just a first-person yeah. shooter that came out a couple years ago. I believe that it was that amazing wasn't bad. Oh, really? I can't remember what it was called, though. Uh, uh, Space Marine. Yeah. Was it just Space Marine? Yeah. That sounds right. It was actually not bad. I'm going to put Warhammer into Metacritic and uh, sort by... Wait, I I just want to search. I want to search. I want to search games. Why are you making this I've played a lot of board games, but I never played any Warhammer stuff, because I didn't want to invest my loot box money on miniatures, because it's the same exact thing. (laughs) Oh, the Metacritic reviews for Hall Knight, and I swear to God, this is the last time I'm going to bring this up. The game in general, but like it's 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 every third review calls it a masterpiece. Oh, hmm. well, there you go. Like it's not just me in my manic uh, personality. <laughs> wow, there's actually a lot of Warhammer games that are over yep. eighty. Yeah, it's it's surprising. Like the actual like uh, strategy games get a pretty good. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the is that Games World Workshop games? who does those usually? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's part of that genre that I never touch, ever, ever. Yeah, I really liked Wings of Liberty, and, and they tried to sell me expansions that were almost just expensive with a sixth of the content, and I was like, fuck off, nope. StarCraft 2. <laughs> nope. Hey, when's that StarCraft remaster coming out? I think it's already out. Is it? Yep. Could be. Hmm. Um, a fortune teller named Manat has been released for Street Fighter V second season, and she has a very saucy walk animation. <laughs> She has a saucy dance when she does her ultra to you too. It was a saucy She's everything. Like, I just saw yeah. I saw pictures of that character, and you know I'm not yeah. conservative. <laughs> I'm not a conservative guy, but I am conscious of representation. And just like Alex was saying earlier about how like you know you've you've played this chip so many times, Japan. That oh we're we're just Japan. We don't understand or we don't understand people's problems with this. Haven't enough people fucking explained to you the problem with representation in games? They just don't do the research, See, but and they don't Manat care. is she's actually not that bad compared to like Cami or Armika with what she's wearing. Mika. She's got a little swing to her walk, but as far as her actual outfit goes, there's a lot of skin, man. And then one of those old um, things, she's basically wrapped up like a mummy, except it's basically oh, yeah. a bikini. It's a bikini. She's, yeah, yeah, I saw like, that one too. No, we couldn't afford enough for the midriff, so you know, <laughs> hey, hey, make do. What's, what, what's interesting with Manat is that she was announced and came out like two days later. Yeah, that was really surprising. 
Yeah, I, I think that's because Abigail was like really delayed. Wow, wow. And was, everyone hated was, him. Well, I don't know if everybody hated him. People actually seem to like him. I hate him because he. I think he just looks stupid. His yeah, hitboxes are stupid. Like what, what is going his hitboxes on? His are stupid. I don't know what's going on with him. They're so just, is, is Manette like a brand new character? Yeah, she's new. Hmm. I mean, everybody in season two has been new, at least never been playable in a Street Fighter game before. Um, uh, Abigail was in like the Final Fight games. Um, Manette, I think she's just brand new. I don't think she's from anything. Yeah. So there you go. Hmm. I just I just really hope that season three they start bringing back some characters people care care about. Blanca, give, me some, give me some classics. Uh, I'd take Blanca, Sagat, Dan. Hell, I need my comic character back. Come on. <laughs> uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2, uh, which is just Yakuza 2 remade for high-def consoles, uh, has been announced. Hmm. Yeah. Tried that. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. It's one of those games that I kind of wish I liked, but I don't have that much time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Call of Duty World War II will have an Overwatch-esque play of the game system. Hmm. <laughs> It works. Steal it. Steal yeah, it now. It is awesome. Like I don't think I. Uh, I don't know. It took me I... so long to get an Overwatch play of the game. I I went back into my I went back into my old clip shows because the clip shows are up to forty one now, and that's just wow. for like the the highlight clip shows, not the match highlights, not the long cuts. Yeah. There's forty one, but up until fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. There were no mu- There was no music. It was just like, look at this thing I did, and I, <laughs> and I put together like five or six clips. And it took until like the fifteenth one for me to get a play of the game on Tracer, and it was just shooting this guy in the back while his back was turned to me, and then this other guy also never turned around, so I shot him in the back too. That was my first play of the game on Tracer. You didn't have the style and swagger yet. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I got a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Did, okay, did anyone watch what I did to that McCree? Did you guys watch not the Not yet. Highlight I haven't thing? watched it. Is that the most recent one? It is. It's the match highlights that I put up yet. yesterday. I have not watched that one. That one was pretty funny. And it's worth noting, it was not his main. It was not his main. It was not a fair okay. match, but it was still fun. <laughs> I think it's funny Call of Duty stealing that because I Overwatch stole the kill cam from somebody else. Well, the kill cam has been a thing in FPSs for forever. Yeah, but I think that's from originally from a Call of Duty game. I don't know. I, I'm I, I, either I that or it might, might, it might even be from a Medal of Honor game. It might be from Alan I didn't Assault. know they made up play of the game. For Urban Dictionary Kill Cam. For um, Overwatch. Kill Cam concept from Giant Bomb. Here we go. Yeah, it's old. I, I swear it's either old Call of Duty or even Medal of Honor. Um, game appearances, was... 2012, 2010, Fall of New Vegas, no, Wolfenstein, no. 2009. No. This isn't even no. a discussion. Crisis 3. That's, it's older than that. We, we may have to table this, do some research, come back with that next week, but it's... I swear, it's the first time I saw it was an old PC Medal of Honor game. Not the first one, but maybe it was Allied Assault. I don't remember. Uh, who's behind Call of Duty's Kill Cam? We finally know. From 2015. Nah, see. Kill Final Kill Cam replaced with Play of the Game. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins of Combat has changed. Yeah, it's... This is not an easy answer to find. Nope, we have to we have to dig around and find that. What's but the first most game of it ref- most of it referenced Call of Duty. Yeah. So it probably is. 
Um, and finally, uh, a Secret of Mana remake has been announced for PlayStation 4, Steam, and Vita. It will launch July 15th, 2018. See? Okay. I played that game. Okay. Originally, on the Super Nintendo. It was good. I remember what it looks like. It had that same kind of Super Nintendo ageless pixel art. Mm-hmm. That still looks good. And this looks nothing like that. I don't think this looks good at all. Mm. I don't think... I mean, you can do the 3D models and make them softer looking as opposed to these kind of sharp, angular things. I mean, what was this announced for? What did you say? P- was, is uh, it- PS4, Steam, and Vita. PS4 and it looks that way. I mean... A simple engine. Yeah, I... I don't know if this is bringing anything to the table. I mean, why would you not just port the old game and make it look the way it did before? What I think, I think people would love even more, the problem is this might just be too damn expensive, mm-hmm. is to actually remake the original with high-def pixels and beautiful oh. animation. Really beautiful animation. Yeah. But is that more time-consuming somehow? I think it is. I think that's why. Well, that, there's, the drawing takes forever. Yes, and there you know that Squeenix already has a pipeline in place. Like This looks a lot to me like the engine that they used for World of Final Fantasy, which also mm. ran on PS4 and Vita. So, yeah, I think that's what it is, that they have this engine, they have a pipeline already in place, they just need to basically recreate the game and these assets. Yeah. Also, a case study in how not to recoup revenue from anywhere at any time for any reason. <laughs> hey, you gonna play? Did you play the original? No, Wait, you never had a Super Nintendo. Did no, you? I did. I did. I loved did. my Super Nintendo. But uh, Secret of Mana was not one of them. No, okay. I was. I didn't get into a JRPG. I swore up and down that I loathed JRPGs until Persona Three happened. Okay. And then Persona Five happened. And I didn't finish it. Yeah. It. Mm. Let's not get into it. We've had this talk. Yeah. It's just a bad story. Yeah. Boring. It's boring yeah. as hell. Yeah. I, I was pissed off at those characters for like half the time I spent with them. Yeah. And and I didn't spend that long with them. Costumes don't help. No. On two of, on two of them. And then the last character that gets introduced is just, A, you have no time to get even halfway through her social link. And B, she's nothing. There's just nothing going on there. Secret of Mana was one of those games that my brother played to death. Okay. Like, leveled everybody up to the highest possible level. Got everything there was to get. And had this one golden save on the cartridge where you could go and... They were so powerful you could go anywhere and do anything. He played that game to death. Yeah, that was a lot of people's gateway drug, I'm guessing. Yeah, Secret of Mana was... It was good. It was really good. And then there was the pseudo-sequel Secret of Evermore, which was not as good. Still good, but not. didn't have the same kind of charm to it. Based on the original scores and the original back in the day, it has a meta score of 87. Evermore or mana? Uh, ba- uh, mana. Secret of mana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are they going to be. Is there going to be online play with this, did they say? There's multiplayer in this fucking game? Yeah, you could play. You could play two because you're always running around with three characters. Okay. You and the female character and kind of a pet thing. And you could play two player. Weird. Wow. Two player simultaneous action. Yeah, yeah. I think if you had a multi tap, you could actually go three. Hmm. This is testing my way back knowledge now. I know you could. I know you could do two. 
you might have been able to do three. It's one of those way ahead of your time things. Oh, absolutely. The way it handled menus was actually you hit like one of the shoulder buttons and it pulls up a radio menu. What? On the Super Nintendo, it was pulling up radio menus for equipment and spells. So it's, this is like 93-ish? Yes. It's included. Wow. It's, uh, uh includes online multiplayer for up to three people. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the game... I don't. It, it doesn't get mentioned in the same breath as Chrono Trigger, and it really should because mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger was more of that for for traditional yeah, JRPGs. Really no, Chrono Trigger was really good. Where this one was the same kind of thing, but more for the action RPG stuff. Um, and you had a cool white dragon you could fly around on mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the game. Instead of an airship, you had a dragon, and he was kind of fluffy. Yeah, if I remember oh. correctly. So it's definitely good. It's just that because I remember the original one, and it was because it was like one of my childhood games. I look at this one, and it just doesn't feel right. I think it, it is. Just I think seem... it is held up like like Secret of Mana. Like when people are talking about the classic JRPGs that you have to play, it's Chrono, Chrono Trigger and Secret of Mana yeah. are like the first two that come to mind. And yeah. I didn't play either of them, but I just heard about them so much. I didn't play um, Chrono Trigger until right before Chrono Cross came out. Hmm. I somehow missed it. I think I was in college at the time, or I mean, I don't remember I don't remember why I missed Chrono Trigger. So before Chrono Cross came, I absconded with my brother's Super Nintendo and found, a, found an empty save slot and played Chrono Trigger from beginning to end. And then like the next day started Chrono Cross. And I'm like, why is this not nearly as good as Chrono Trigger was? <laughs> it was okay, but it's not Chrono Trigger at all. That, that, that combat system is needlessly... Needlessly, like overcomplicated. Chrono Cross. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Green it attacks, was. black attacks, purple attacks. What the hell does uh, any of this mean? Yeah. Figure it out. And once you kind of get into it, it's okay. But it was just not as it was. It it didn't have. It, it spent it half the game this weird cat person. Yeah, yeah. And I you find out that the, one of the bad guys is your father, and the father then he joins you, and there's a different bad guy, and it's it was just yeah. Convoluted. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But then again, most JRPGs are kind of convoluted. You really, you rarely find a straightforward JRPG. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VI kept things really tight. Yeah, that's true. But and, and never again. <laughs> well, okay. Seven. Yeah, okay, seven was kinda, tight. Seven was. Seven good. wasn't really that uh, bad. I mean, the, the, the bad guy in the beginning of the game is the bad guy at the end of the game. Well, not just that. Like the characters are consistent. Yeah. You had a the best Sid by a mile. Yeah. I don't remember much of. Let's see, eight was the college crowd. Eight was the gunblade. Yeah, nine was mopey, dr- a grunge phase. Yeah, yeah, nine was good. That was yeah, fantastic. We, yeah. Nine we, we, might be my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the last one wasn't that great, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. So, all right. Well, I, I think we're, I think we're running out of steam. We're talking about old stuff now. Yeah, I'm thinking about mm. chips too much right now. Hey, chips, juice. I don't know what I got laying around the house to eat. Oh, uh, I know. I shouldn't. I shouldn't drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, because I paid for her, give Manat a try this evening just to see what it's all about. What's that oh, swagger? reason why I'm drinking wine. I, I am almost done with the Defenders, and it's, well, I need wine. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did it's not. It's not good. I did not hear much good about it. It's bad. It's just stupid. It, the, right. they, the dialogue is garbage, and they spend two-thirds of the time just saying bullshit things. All right, so let's go through this. This will be the last thing we do. Let's go through this. So Defenders yeah. takes Iron Fist, and his was bad. Mm-hmm. His show was bad. Luke Cage, was his good? His was good. Yes. 
Uh, okay, first two thirds were good. Then the main okay. villain leaves because of I'm assuming contract negotiations. Uh, okay, they replace him with a bullshit villain, and it's it was good. Stop. Luke Cage was okay, good. and Jessica Jones good, fantastic, front to back, and Daredevil. I like both seasons. First one's a little better. Second one's a little spotty, but Elektra and the Punisher are both fantastic. Okay, so the only one of those that was actually bad was, was Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah, the guy. Okay, okay. I don't know what's up with Iron Fist, but it's just a perfect combination of a mediocre actor and a terrible character. Uh, like, okay. He, Daredevil's the Batman. He's like a working class Batman. But then there, you, you have Kung Fu. Iron Fist yeah, you, you is have also Kung Fu Batman. Batman. Yeah, but he's also really uppity and he's into new age stuff and he wants you to know about it and it's supposed to come off as snarky but it just comes off as rich douchebag who thinks he knows everything about everything it's just, mm, and you're supposed to really fun to watch like it and it, no mm. you're a bastard Stop i'm really talking. rooting for this guy i want you to die <laughs> <laughs> and so defenders does not make good out of, no. out of the okay like, 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 even the action scenes are are tired and slow and isn't there an actual straight Punisher one coming out soon yes I thought I saw I a trailer so. for that I there, believe there, so there totally is but yeah. yeah I'm almost done with it and I can't I'm so bored that's yeah well yeah I'm not even touching that right now I'm watching Longmire how's that it's good it is really? good oh yeah it's good cool yeah good cast uh, uh, yeah uh, Lou Diamond Phillips Nice. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips is... I didn't is, know he was still around. <laughs> he is. He's in Longmire. He's a supporting character. Uh, the main guy is this uh, rather handsome, but still like old and grizzled lawman who doesn't talk about his feelings. And uh, <laughs> he, has, he has a beautiful young deputy. Well, well, young. I mean, I'd put her in her 40s. Uh, younger than him, at least. And she was like, you know, one of the, one of like the sex appeal girls from Battlestar Galactica, apparently. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so like the, the but she's a really good actor. She's also a really really good actor. The whole cast is really good. It used to be just like a network TV show, and then Netflix kept picked it up and started making new seasons. And the Netflix seasons are just as good as the earlier seasons. It's a good show. Oh, cool. Huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the high plains don't get enough play. Yeah, it's really nice, and it's yeah, it's like set in Montana, Montana, or Wyoming. It's gorgeous. I think it might be Wyoming, but it's yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like mountain cool. cattle country. Oh, that's nice. Yep. And I'm right. back on Parks and Rec again, and ugh, don't get me started on Parks and Rec. <laughs> good or bad? Just good or bad? Oh, of course no, he loves like, it. So good? He loves it? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Like, if, if this is, if, like, one of the last remaining artifacts of North American civilization is the box set of Parks and Rec, I'd be pretty okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> and the aliens would show up and look at the wasteland, watch an episode, and go, yeah. this is what they deserved. <laughs> well, it, I they can't were a horrible a better people. metaphor for government in America than this. It, it, it's, just it's not a metaphor. Culture. It's not a metaphor. It's just it's that it's bad. Sad, it's, but it's lovable. The way it actually is. <laughs> There's no lovable part of American government. What are you talking about? They find it. The lovable part are the Leslie Nopes mm. and the Ron Swansons on occasion. <laughs> all right. No government talk. That's the rule. Of course. Agreed. All right. <laughs> well, all right. Well, Alex, thank you for joining us. No, of course. Chance, thank you for talking. It's my pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. <laughs>